This is Smoking Out the Closet. Now, here are your hosts, Alex and Raven Greer. Hey, it's Raven. I wanted to announce two new affiliate programs that Smoking Out the Closet is now a part of. First, I would like to announce a Pittsburgh local company, The Hempco, with two E's in the. They offer hemp-derived products including Delta 8 and Delta 9 gummies, vape cartridges, and pre-rolls, HHC vape cartridges, and sustainably used devices and products. All products are made with hemp bioplastic for all your cannabis device needs. And every product is third-party lab-tested, DEA-certified, and Farm Bill compliant. If you're looking to visit them in person, you can visit them at 20280 Route 19, Number 3, Cranberry Township, Pennsylvania, 16066, or online at theehempco.com. Be sure to use SOTC20 at checkout for 20% off on us. And we're also wildly excited about our partnership with Blazy Susan. They offer their iconic Blazy Susan rolling tray, as well as papers and cones in unbleached hemp, their famous pink, and their brand new purple colors. Follow our affiliate link in the show notes and use Blazy10, B-L-A-Z-Y-1-0 for 10% off on checkout. Now, on with the episode. Hi, I'm Raven. I use she, her pronouns. Hi, I'm Alex. I use they, them pronouns. Welcome back to another episode of Smoking, Smoking Out, Out the Closet. Closet. We weren't fully on time on that one. No. It's okay. It happens sometimes. I was late. can't be perfect late. all the time. Uh, for those of you who are new or just joining us, we are a queer podcast, pun intended, uh, where we talk about cannabis, the LGBT community, and everything in between and beyond. <laughs> Actually, started blinking on my new intro. Or on our, on our intro. Um, do you want to talk about what we're smoking on today? Yeah, so we got an eighth of Seven Hills Blackjack Flower. And it is a sativa. Um, PHCA is 23.83%. So about average for like flower. I've been seeing, at least in the PA market right now. Wait, how much? 23.83%. A little weaker, but not like too bad. I mean, yeah, you know, you're right. That's kind of upper, upper, middle, upper high. Uh, your highest, <clears throat> excuse me, the highest herp in here is terpenaline at 0.61%. Uh, coming in next would be the myrcene at 0.185%. We got do, 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 humulene, surprisingly, at 0.106%. And everything else is below a 0.06%. Okay, so not terrible terps. No, it doesn't have any really like... It has a little bit of CBG and it has 0.22% CBG. So, a little bit. But... So this is your pick this week. Yeah, and I um, had it and I was like, interesting. It was selling well at my store. I'm like, I wonder why it's selling well. So I got it. Mm-hmm. And it's okay. It's okay. It was cheap. Yeah, what would you it rate it? It was on it? sale. That's why I was probably selling. Uh, I mean, 
don't want to be harsh. That's my thing. Yeah. But it didn't really do a whole lot. We had, I know we had discussion when we were out on the porch of like if we were actually really feeling much. Mm -hmm. I want to say like a two and a half. I'm not two and a half. Real thrilled, but like I'll use it up because you know it was cheap read. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't. Do you know how much this goes full full price? No. Seven Hills just dropped their price. I want to say these are. 30 35 I might be mistaken. No, they're 25 right now. They're on sale for $25 right now. So normally they're $35 and they're on sale for $25 right now. Wow, really? Mm-hmm. So I um I snagged it cuz I was like it was cheap and maybe that's why people were buying it. I wasn't sure if it was actually good or if it was just because it was cheap. So yeah, a couple of the stores near us is forty. Yeah. So depends on where you buy it, where it's going to be priced at. But yeah. where I am at and getting stuff from it was twenty five dollars. Yeah, because some stores uh, have deals and stuff going on with like the company of like they buy with. Because well, my store isn't the home brand for Prime Wellness. It seems like our the company I work for has a deal with them maybe because our locations sell very cheap compared to some of the other surrounding stores i'm so sorry you're fine um man what would i rate this i still don't feel really high for a split second i felt high and that was it i stood up too fast and it hit me and then i was it was done i think that might have been my issues i just moved like just bent move up and down fast. too fast i like the cure on it though it was very sticky yeah it would... not you that new robot um it was nice flavor and everything but like i'm not feeling really any of the effects from it i'm not either like i don't know and then they also promote like that they're like all natural products and everything which is why they were a little pricier for a bit because it's you know Compost-based soil, like, fresh water, like, you try and go all-natural-based sources and everything. Mm-hmm. But I don't think the strain is really that great on it, honestly. Like, this specific strain. I have had some other stuff from Seven Hills. Same. And whenever we lived in State College, and it was pretty good. That Lemon Kush headband I've been trying to that, track that's, down. that's a really good one. That was a good one. I think just this particular strain's a little weak. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Maybe they're having some issues with the grow. I have no idea. Or what's going on. Yeah. I'm not. So White House says, please recycle, and you actually really can't recycle these in the state. Like the state recycles it again. But, you know, I'm I'm going to agree with you, though. 2.5. 2.5, yeah. It's just, it was creeping, and then it was for, like, maybe not even five minutes, and then it was nothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Buddy, can I trim your nails? He is not going to let us trim his nails. I know. Um, <sighs> do you want to introduce your topic first? My topic. With the news that we learned today? Oh, yeah. Um, The TikTok I sent you. Yes. That was talking about. Okay, cool. So, uh, the person that I had found this TikTok from is the guy who goes, Gay news. 
so there has been a regulation with donating blood in the United States because of, um, is it, is it HIV? Yes. Well, it's not a regulation update. It's, it's, it's a draft to update the guidelines. Yeah. For HIV, um, for gay and bisexual men, and they would put a ban on the person for 30 years for, like, you cannot donate blood, mm -hmm. and you'd get rejected for having sex with another man. And by proxy, if someone would have sex with you, you would have to go, I think it was for me, because I had gotten rejected for that reason. Um, it was, like, six to six, eight months, I think. Yeah, Eight to nine I, months. I think it was a year when you and me oh, went to try Yeah, it was a year, because I'm like, there's no fucking way that that's happening. Yeah. <laughs> and so I can't, couldn't donate blood for, like, fucking longest time. Yeah. Um. Because they were still considering me a man. Yeah. Which, which is bullshit. That's actually updated in here, too. Yeah, and the policy is going to take that off, because that is fucking homophobic. Mm -hmm. And so now it's going to be, it isn't just going to be, if you are free from, like, HIV, STDs, like all the everything that you can donate blood. Yeah. Okay. So here, here's the recommended uh, for elevating donator eligibility uh, questions. Uh, we FDA are issuing the draft guidance to receive to receive comments on revised recommendations for elevating donor donator donor eligibility using risk based questions. This get this draft guide will will be when finalized will provide you with blood establishments that collect blood or blood components, including source plasma, with the FDA's revised donor deferral recommendations with individuals with quote increased risks for transmitting human immunodeficient virus parentheses HIV infection quote. We are recommending that you make corresponding revisions to your donor education material, donor history questionnaires. And accommodating material along with revisions that your donor requalify re and produce management procedures. This guidance, when finalized, will supersede the guidance entitled, quote, Revised Recommendations for re Reducing the Risk of HIV by Blood and Blood pro uh, Products, end quote, dated April 2020, updated August 2020. Uh, the recommendations contained in this draft, when finalized, will apply to the collection of blood and blood components, including source uh plasma yeah because i remember they lifted it and it was it was shorter it wasn't a year it was like then six months to three months because yes. of covid and they needed so much blood yes which i was like you don't you're not doing it for the right well you're doing it for a good reason but it's not the reason that i was hoping that you would get rid of that you know and they'd see that yeah and i'm trying to find uh, is it this one? I can't really find the document of what it says it's going to be, but I think it's more of they're just going to start testing it like normal people. Um, but, um, because this has always been an issue that LGBTQ people have yes. faced. Yes. And I was just looking, I was scrolling through um, TikTok, and it was like, something i can't remember what it is uh, it was it was some it was a queer a queer man and his straight friend had said he'd slept with 93 women that year yeah and he told them that because he felt so bad of what had happened to him 
his friend why he couldn't give blood is because yeah. he was queer. Yeah. And it's just like, that's fucking crazy. And the the Red Cross stated, uh, I can pull up their statement here if you want me to, um, that um, Red Cross has been working for many years to change the deferral policy concerning men who have sex with men, MSM. Uh, this work includes decades of data collection and assessment of the impact of transfusion safety, ongoing advocacy to eliminate donor questions based on sexual orientation, and our recent role has as leading contributor to the FDA-funded advanced study. Uh, this is There is more work to be done, and we'll continue to provide data to the FDA in support of further progress. The Red Cross also recognizes the hurt this policy has caused, and that this is just the first steps in repairing relationships with the broader LGBTQ community. The FDA will continue to allow 60 days for public comment on this draft guidance and we continue to encourage individuals to share their feedback with us during this period. I didn't see that. That's that's good that they understand. Yeah. It, they understand and they get it and they're sorry. So this is the current thing that they have. Uh, men who have sex with men uh, are deferred for three months from their most se recent sexual contact. A man who has said sex with another man during the past three months. All U.S. blood-collected organizations must follow this federal requirement. Basically just, you gotta wait three months. That's about the same as a piercing right now, I think. But still stupid, yeah. in my opinion. Because uh, here, women with women, there are no deferrals. Now, here's interesting transgender has been updated in, since 2020 oh the fda re, uh revised guidance states quote in context of the donor history questionnaire fda recommends that male or female gender be taken to be self-identified and self-reported end quote this allows blood donors to register with the gender in which they identify the red cross will no longer ask donors to answer both male or and female questions when attempting to donate there's no deferral associated with being transgender and eligibility will, eligibility will based on the criteria associated with the gender the don donor has reported. So it means I can donate blood now, even if I have sex with a man. Fuck yeah. Uh, there's also things for intersex donors, which is basically just the same thing of the whole self-identified, self-reporting. Uh, no, there's also one for non-binary. Uh, the Red Cross values all blood, potential blood donors and understands selecting male or female may not align with how some individuals identify. The Red Cross, the Red Cross also knows that there is a difference between biological sex and gender. The FDA revised guidelines states the same thing about the whole self-identified thing. Um... The FDA requires the Red Cross to have donors select male or female, though. Which sucks. There's no third option right now that the Red Cross can add, but at least it's saying that they know it. Because... They... Okay. Play devil's advocate here, because this is what I've always fucking heard during the medical shit, which upsets me. They need to know things about you to properly <laughs> medically treat you yes which you will react differently based on hormones in your body and things of that nature but also you can get that from just like 
self-reported medical history. Yeah. But also at the same time, there's like things that like, yes, well, I know I'm more eligible to have prostate cancer. There's a lot that like has gone into my body now that like wouldn't be on average, like quote unquote male checkups or females. Cause like I have now the risk of both breast. I mean, not saying that guys can't get breast, like cis men can't get breast cancer. They definitely can. Mm -hmm. Anybody with mammary glands, Aaron, everyone has them, uh, can get breast cancer. I have a higher risk now that I have actual boobs. And so I have a, not saying it's genetic, you know, I don't want to worry. Like, I'm just saying, like, comparatively to most average people, I have the same amount of risk for now both breast cancer and prostate cancer. Um, so that's fine. So I also think that probably, like, there should be more of, like, you know, kind of doctors understanding that and learning, like, hey, transgender health, along with intersex health, it's a little different. Yeah. Oh, there's one for asexual uh, donors. It just says individuals who do not have sex with other people may be eligible to donate blood. Okay, well, that's good to know. I, okay. <laughs> uh, oh, there's even, like, questionnaires. Like, I, I'm a trans man. And I've been eligible to donate blood because of my assigned sex at birth. However, I've had sex with another man. Can I donate blood? Individual who identifies as male and has sex with other male uh, men uh, within the past month will be deferred under the MSN policy. Oh, here's one. I'm a trans man and I've not been able to donate because of my assigned sex as male at birth. And I have sex with a man. Can I donate blood? Uh, individuals who identify as female and have sex with a man may be eligible to donate blood if all other blood donation eligibility criteria are applicable. If an individual was previously deferred from donating blood to MSM, the person will need to call the Donor Client Service Center to confirm eligibility before coming to donate. Well, I never went in. I just asked. Yeah, I actually went in to try to donate and they deferred me. I should, I probably would have to call them. You want to know the funniest thing? The emails never stopped from the Red Cross until I had to unsubscribe myself. Because when you get deferred, they don't fucking take you off the mailing list, which pissed me off. And I have a very needed blood type, so like, they were on my ass. I will say, it's kind of weird that my, I want to know if mom can donate blood now, because it's weird. Okay, so... My mom was in England during the mad cow outbreak. The thing is, my mom was vegetarian at the time. And they still bar her. Well, it's been a while, but they still barred her from donating blood. I'm wondering if she's eligible now still. I don't know. That'd be a good question. I'm going to say probably not. But who knows? Um... Wow, we actually spent a real long time with the Red Cross. Heck yeah. That's the first. Um, oh! Uh, I can bring up the topic that uh, was the first thing I learned today while looking up stuff for the podcast, but I found it by accident. Um, Ethos Cannabis. <laughs> Their website got hacked. <laughs> so, um, if you're not on it and you're, you live in Pennsylvania, 
r slash pa medical marijuana subreddit and the user u slash meth the username so thank you for sharing this um shared that the ethos cannabis website uh got hacked and it turned into basically a slot machine one of those fake slot machine games that uh are fishing basically oh my goodness um there were so many jokes about it it looks really bad it's translated automatically from indonesian for some reason well i tr- when you told me that i then went to ethos's website on my phone and it said the page could not be reached yeah it's probably because it, it, it doesn't really work let me let me see if it's still let me, let me just go ethos robinson go to the website oh no it's fixed oh, i fixed it well then okay yeah yeah they fixed it it. okay well as of nine o'clock this morning (laughs) it was hacked um that's funny and and it's very funny thinking speaking of things are funny they're not on my show notes um mj was down today oh yeah you told me that that was freaking annoying so for those of you who don't know or in the where uh Every dispensary has to have MJ Freeway tied into their systems in one way or the other. To their point of sales to yeah. keep, you know, track of everything in the state and their dispensary and what they're selling and everything has to be accounted for. Exactly. So basically, the moment you get scanned in to the moment you buy your products, that's all through MJ Freeway. Now, the online menu doesn't have to be. It could be whatever the fucking... The company Dutchie, wants. can be I Heart Jane, can be like whoever the fuck else. Be fucking Leafly or something yeah. like that. I don't think anyone in the state uses Leafly, but that's just a, an example. Yeah. Um, but basically, if MJ Freeway goes down, no one can scan anything, anyone in, no one can buy products or anything. At any dispensary in the state. state. Once it goes down, you, you'll have some spottage areas, but like, if it's a major like down like we had today it's a major down like you just have to turn people away and say sorry there's nothing really we can do and i did for a total of two hours good grief i was so bored can only imagine um and some people getting so mad at me like one one patient was like thanks government um this guy drove all the way over here from this area and I, you know, the government screwed me again because I needed my medicine. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I can't do anything right now. The system's not working. There's nothing we can do. You can go to any dispensary and there's nothing they can do. But um, I'm just thinking, like, in the back of my head, don't you live, like, 15 minutes by car from here, dude? <laughs> like, I get it's an inconvenience to get it. You, you had to not get it exactly when you wanted it. But, the, like, try again later. I tried telling him that, but he was already out the door muttering to himself. Uh, some some patients here are just whatever they want to hear. He, he didn't even give me a chance to say anything. He just the moment I told him it's down. That was that was it. He was mumbling out the door. See a white man? That explains it. Yep. Older white man? Uh-huh. Uh, always, always. <sighs> Fair. Always. Older white man. Uh had one guy go like, hey, I gotta go. Um, I want to try coming back later. What time are you guys close? I'm like, eight. He goes, okay. But I was telling everybody, I don't know if every store operates this way, but at least my store does. 
if you're or especially on like days where it's screwed up like this if you are for whatever reason unable to pick up your order know when we close because we got to cancel all the orders and everything and like put the same order in like 10 minutes after we close yeah, because then it kicks it to the next day. day. Exactly. And we keep everything in order. I'm a big stickler on that. I make sure everything's in order so whoever ordered first gets the, like, say we have, like, two products left and there's three people who order them. Whoever ordered first gets it. Yeah. That's the way it should be. Mm-hmm. Um, so the only other thing with that I will say is if um, they ordered the last one and we took it off menu, sometimes we don't put it back on menu after we do the inventory count and everything in the morning so it might not show up but it's what you order in and sometimes you're like hey i also had this do we have any more of that or you could say hey yeah yesterday but the same order in <clears throat> with this other thing or if we're paying attention i've caught it before yeah but like hey you put this order in yesterday there was something else on here wasn't there yeah it itchy 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 <clears throat> um but yeah i mean it's it's one of those things that like we'll work with you now, some dispensaries, I know if you don't order, uh, if you order and then don't pick up and do that for, like, a consecutive amount of times, they'll flag you. Yeah, as somebody who just doesn't pick up their order. Yeah, because that's basically, you're just trying to hold it until you have either the money or anything, which is smart, but, like, apparently uh, Sunnyside used to do that pre-union. I don't know if they're still doing that. Interesting. Uh, this was also like early in the uh, well, basically when they first came around, you know, when the parking lot situation was a bigger fiasco. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, it's downtown Pittsburgh. Well, no, technically not downtown, it's not downtown, it's the strip, the strip. but like that area of, yeah. down, of Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, the greater Pittsburgh area, uh, yeah. Um, Jeez, what else do I have? I don't know. We got like five minutes. Do I have something that's like five minutes worth? Not really. Um, is there anything you wanted to bring up? Not really. I don't think so. And I don't know if we want to talk about what we did this weekend. I'm sure we could. It's queer related. It's a Rocky Shocky double feature this weekend. Yes. That was fun. That was a lot of fun. Um, first time I've ever watched Shock Treatment, which is a quote unquote spiritual continuation. It's an equal. That's why I say continuation. It's an equal. That's what everybody calls it. It's not a sequel. It's not a prequel. It's an equal. Um, of Rocky Horror. Yeah. Follows Brad and Janet after the events of. Um, Rocky Horror. Rocky Horror, yeah. I was going to say the Denton. And then my brain always can't fill in that last word. Uh, the, the Denton incident. Ex incident, yeah. Really weird. Real, real weird movie. Yeah. Still real, real interesting, though. Yeah. I just hate how like the title song A is halfway through the movie. It's because it was... It changed movies halfway through being made. Yeah, true. So that kind of threw a wrench in everything. Well, no, the the original screenplay, which is like, um, uh, Transylvania's got her mojo back or something like that. 
was actually fully made and pitched and no one accepted it. Um, but yeah, okay, yeah, but yeah, so it makes sense why the title song is halfway through the movie, but also the title is Sock Treatment. With, there was at no point electrocution therapy ever produced. They should have called it sedative treatment. treatment. There was so many sedative. Those people, should, everybody in that movie should have been fucking dead. By the Especially day. Brad. Oh my god, Brad, yeah. Jesus. Like, that, those are definitely Tic Tacs yeah. in the movie. And very obvious that they were Tic Tacs. Yes. First off. Super obvious that they were the pink Tic Tacs. <laughs> for sure. Did you notice that the entire movie yeah, they're all they're pink all Tic Tacs? -tacs. <laughs> um, but no, it was a really cool show. I really liked it because they had um, two different groups, uh, shadow cast groups that also participated in it. Yeah, there was like three times the cast there. Yeah, it's a lot of people. It's huh. crazy. I would have loved to have been able to go to brunch with them, but I was not invited this time. But I did go with them prior, and they are a very cool group of people. And All I of them. I recognize some of them from uh, the the live stream of RockyCon. Yeah. Or, or no, RKOCon. RKOCon. It was something like that. I can't it's remember. It's RKOCon. It's RKOCon. Sorry, I'm Yanni Boy. You're good. Um, but yeah, that, that was really cool. Um... Our partner Mia had a really cool performance oh as gosh, yes, Harry. Harry. I loved it. It was uh, great. I got to get some good pictures too. And then um you the the big F. The big the big F um gave you a headache. Oh, we're kind of overstimulated and everything. Yeah. So you stayed at Mia's, but Mia and I uh, went up into the balcony and sat. And watch from the balcony and shout a callback. So it was a great time. We got to cuddle because those seats, the ones on the floor, do not lift up. But the ones on the balcony, you can lift the middle part up Ooh, and cuddle. Nice. Yeah, so that's what we were doing. Uh, it was great. I will say the weirdest song, and it's it's getting stuck between that <laughs> and shock treatment song. Yeah. Is the one where um Brad and Janet are basically waiting for the commercial to end. So it's just the commercial is just a bunch of the like appliances that this place is selling, mm -hmm. and Brad just goes, "Oh blender, oh toaster." And Brad, what's this? Refrigerator. <laughs> Refrigerator. And then Janet goes on and was like, "What was it like?" Um, digital micro digital, digital waker. It's an alarm oh, clock, fuck. bitch. <laughs> Yeah, I was just like, that's that's that one's weird. Okay, why why? I sooner or later. I don't know. That was just weird. It was like when you're trying to like elongate like an essay, so you're trying yeah. to make as much words, so you basically turn a alarm clock into waker. like a five. Oh my goodness. Uh, well, we are getting to to the break. Alrighty. Um, we're going to have a high cat. Um, have a quick rehydrate, uh, moments and maybe get a little re-lifted and we'll be back after, uh, some words from our sponsors, affiliate programs, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Word from us. Hey there, it's Alex from Smoking Out the Closet. We've been so glad to be able to make this podcast for you. And we now have some partners who are happy to help make this podcast happen as well. 
Our friends over at DaVinci Vapors have sent us one of their many amazing products, the IQC Dry Herb Vaporizer. If you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you've heard us talk about DaVinci, and we've even used the IQC on the show. With a half gram dry herb chamber, 30 second heat up time, precision temperature control, removable and rechargeable 18650 battery, and an on time of two hours, what's not to love about the DaVinci IQC? Well, what if we told you you can get an extra 15% off just for listening to this podcast? That's right. Use the code SOTC15 for 15% off at checkout site-wide. Thanks again to our friends over at DaVinci Vapors. And now, back to the episode. And we are back. Um, okay, so the next thing I wanted to bring up and for us to discuss uh, is the PA medical memo being introduced by Senator Reagan and Senator Brewster. Uh, they've submitted a memorandum uh, to change the PA Medical Marijuana Act. Um, the proposed legislation would eliminate qualifying conditions allowing physicians who can prescribe controlled substances like Adderall and um, Vicodin and that kind of stuff yeah, um, to make recommendations for their patients and to eliminate the annual renewal requirement. Um, so honestly, I feel like this is kind of just a push while I haven't gone into a deep dive of the memo. We will be updating you guys on this. Um I feel like it's just kind of like a weird push right now to try forcing the DOH to go wreck. Yeah. But my concern is with this. I have a friend who no like they've tried everything under their son except Adderall to help with their ADHD. Yeah. Um and They've gotten Adderall from a friend to try and everything who, you know, also has ADHD and it works. And they told them this and they refused to give them access to Adderall. I feel like if we do this with the certifying, like the qualifying conditions and everything, while it will give some people more access, I feel like having it be anybody who can prescribe these, like, that can prescribe controlled substances is going to make it harder for people to actually get their prescription. Yeah. Because then you're going to have doctors who don't want to do it, want to try whatever big pharma is pushing first. Exactly. Whatever they're going to make money off of. Exactly. And that's one thing I'm worried about. Um, Is there anything you can think of that you're worried about right off the bat of, like, just what could go wrong? It's just, like you said, it's going to take away accessibility. And, like, I feel like we're going to see it's going to be the opposite of what we wanted. There's going to be less people in the program. Mm -hmm. And how is the, like, how are they going to track the, like, no renewal thing? Are they just going to send you a new card every year? Or, like, what's the process with that? Yeah. Are you going to have to, like, pay the fee every year still? Because what I was looking at earlier, it seems like it's you're also not going to have to pay the fee. Interesting. 
I know they already did that for like low income people or if you're on any sort of state assistance, which yeah. is nice. But this, so this is where I think it's a very double edged sword that's basically cutting everybody in the process. So A, it's gonna like push away the scummy certifying physicians who are charging like 150 plus to people to get a card renewed like i've had heard stories of oh yeah i just got my card and we were talking and he's like one person was like by the way how much am i supposed to be paying a certified physician well it kind of varies how much did you pay like 320 dollars i'm no. sorry what so it's going to get rid of those guys which in my good. opinion good yeah get rid of those but at the same time the whatever we were using cannabis tax i'm tenting i just realized i'm doing the hand tent thing you are uh whatever funds we've generated or taxes we supplement with the medical uh market with like fees and stuff to get the card that's going to go away. And that's a lot of money. Yeah. To just kind of get axed. Yeah. Um, so I feel like there's something big in the play as well. I feel like this is the safe banking act in a little bit. The safe banking act sounds good on paper, right? But usually that only generates the elite and the MSOs. So who who's benefiting from this packet from this memo coming? Yeah, out is the thing I'm worried about. That's that's a fair thing to worry about. And it's also being supported and pushed by people who voted against Home Grow. That's another thing that's confusing me. That's weird. They voted no to the Home Grow uh, memo memorandum that was like last year, I think. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, this is not obvious. Obviously, you guys are kind of playing the field for somebody. Somebody's lobbied to you. Uh, yeah, I. I don't know what else to add on on that one. You. Sorry. Very good. Um. I don't think no. so. Okay. I mean, we'll definitely keep keep an eye on this one. Yeah. Um. I'm hoping it's just going to end up dead in its tracks like uh, State Bill 167 did with, like, you know, the DUI protection. Yeah. More than likely, it's just going to end up dead in their tracks. But this kind of segues me into the next thing I wanted to bring up, the things that should be dying in their tracks, and one got fucking passed. Everything else got almost crushed, but one passed. So a lot of states have been pushing. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, a lot of states have been pushing over the last, um, year, later, like, what is the second half of the year, last year, and this year, anti-trans legislation. Bunch of states had them. I think Texas had, like, 19 on the docket introduced in the first session of the fucking year. Um... Utah's governor signed a bill that passed gender uh, banning gender affirming care for transgender youth. Now, here's the thing, right? This starts with a ban that we've seen in other states 
for minors up until the age of 18, and then they put in a legislation up to the age of 21. Then they put another legislation up to the age of 26. It's not going to stop at the kids. The whole... Everything's just... They're going to try to ban it all. Yeah. And it's it's think of the kids where it's not. Yeah. Um... So Utah's gov- uh, Republican governor on sa- Saturday, this, is, this section is copied from uh, NPR, um, signed a bill that banned youth from receiving gender-affirming health care and allowed families to receive scholarships uh, to pay for education outside the public school system. Both measures are part of a nationwide movement. Uh, Governor Spencer Cox, who had taken a public had not taken a public position on transgender care measure, signed it a day after the legislature sent, was sent to his desk. Utah's measure prohibits transgender surgery for youth, which, first off, no one's getting gender affirming care as a minor. No, they just point that out first. You cannot get gender-affirming care as a minor, but you can get a tattoo, you can get a boob job, you can get a nose job, you can get lipo. As long as you're at the age of, I think, 15 or 16 with a parent's signature. What the fuck? And these are are life-altering as well. Like, they can be very life-altering in one, you know, in some ways more than others. (coughs) Excuse me. Um... And it disallows uh, hormone treatments for minors who have not yet been diagnosed with gender dysphoria. So, you have to get gender dysphoria diagnosis. Utah is one of the hardest states to get a gender uh, dysphoria diagnosis. And, newsflash, you don't need that to be trans. Yeah. Don't let the like whole like trans medical community of us like tell you, oh, you need to have it. No, you fucking don't. I didn't find out. I didn't find out that I was trans until I had my first bout with gender euphoria, and I was like, "What the fuck is this?" I feel good about myself for once. What the fuck? <laughs> what? I feel called out. I've been there. Yeah. 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 Um, the state's Republican-dominated legislature prioritizes the ban. Considered a first draft of the measure less than 10 days ago. Uh, this was like a couple of days old, so I'm going to say it's like 12 days ago now. Uh, two days after the legislature opened this year's session on January 17th, Cox's approval of the bill comes as lawmakers in at least 18 states consider, consider similar bills targeting health care for young transgender people. Cox explained in a statement that his decision was based on his belief that it is prudent to pause, quote, these permanent and life-altering treatments for new patients until more and better research can be determined the the long-term consequences, end quote. Here's my question. What do you do if there's a transgender kid who uh, has been on hormone therapy before they figured out they were transgender due to a thyroid imbalance? What are you going to do then? Mm-hmm. Hmm? The moment they figure out they're trans, they're not going to need. They're not going to continue on this hormone. She's going to stop that. What are you going to do for those kids that are intersex and? need the hormones to basically fit in with society better. What if they started to transition to go what more they feel comfortable with their body aligns with? 
you're gonna ban it then and that's the thing that, that like that gets me too is everyone thinks that we're saying kids need to have hormone therapy right away well that's not what we're saying we're saying we need to give the kids an option and this needs to be discussed between the kid their parents and a medical professional mm -hmm. and that needs to be the decision between them it's not my decision but they have my support um and honestly most of the kids who figure it out at a younger age the worst thing that happens is around like 10 at the earliest for some maybe like 12 more realistic they get put on puberty blockers which already happens because some people start puberty a little early and doctors think that it might kind of mess things up a little bit so they put on temporary puberty blockers and then guess what if they decide hey i'm not trans but thank you giving me the opportunity to figure this out it's not irreversible or like damaging to them they don't go sterile like some other fucking like tucker goddamn carlson and the dumb bitch who runs lips of tiktok <laughs> fuck you guys um they don't go sterile it's more of they're a late bloomer now or they're just kind of average i guess depending on when they stop but at the worst case, they're a late bloomer. Oh, no, it's not like kids don't do that naturally. Like, oh, God, I was a late bloomer. What? No. <laughs> you're just staring at me. I'm just watching you. I, You are into what you're talking about, and I am into listening to you. Being oh. into what you're talking about. Thank you. I don't normally get on rants, but this this show, I do a lot I of just, rants. I like to listen. Um, But it's, it's a lot of dumb bullshit yeah at the end of the day um absolutely 100 yes a, a thousand percent a quadrillion percent quadrillion yeah yes what a quadrillion quadrillion gonna look this up on my computer are you saying quadrillion is that four trillion dollars? Quadrillion. A thousand raised to the Oh drillion. Yes. You okay. Quadrillion. I'm I'm, my nose is stuffy. I didn't know if it was delta or theta. Oh, it was delta. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. You know what? We'll, we'll just say we'll just say what it is. It's a Googleplex uh percent. For those of you who don't know what a Google Plus is, that is a one followed by a million zeros. And that is how Google got its name. That's what Google is named yeah. after. A Google, spelled G-O-O-G-O-L, is 10 to the 100th power. Oh, which is one followed by 100 zeros. Yes. Um... But, um, Google. huh? Google. Google. Uh, where was I? Oh, yeah. So, like, this, this, this trans care isn't even the worst. It's the only one that's passed, but there's so many worst ones comparatively. I'm sad that it's passed. It could be worse, but it still should not have passed to begin with. 
there's states like um, Tennessee and uh, Montana and Texas that their bills are basically saying if you don't follow the gender norms of the sex assigned at birth, you are breaking the law if they pass, which basically says, oh, transgender people. Also, drag queens. Yeah. That's bullshit. There's also drag bands going around now that is basically um, making it that if you dress in, if you basically cross-dress from your, your assigned... So if you're not matching what you're supposed to dress from your side sex at birth, I'm putting heavy air quotes here. We don't have a camera set up yet, so you guys can't see us. Heavy air quotes on this. That um, you are being sexually deviant and basically promiscuous and breaking um, the law that way. Kind of the whole setup, like, in the early 2010s of, like, how they were pushing, like, furries were um, perverts and everything, and kids shouldn't be allowed furries. Mm-hmm. It's that same bullshit. They're basically trying to take the whole Puritan approach, because fuck the Puritans, um, and basically make it so everybody who's not in the whole gender norms that they have established is breaking the law. So that means guys wearing... Skirts, for whatever reason. Like the fucking lead singer of fucking uh, Smashing Pumpkins will get arrested in these states. Fucking RuPaul will get arrested for these states. Fuck RuPaul, first off, but... (coughs) That infringes on freedom of expression. (coughs) You're right. It does. But then again, a lot of the laws do. Mm Mm-hmm. You can also argue that there should be a separation of church and state because if you find out if some of these people are Christian and they're upholding like standard Christian moral values, you can step in and say that you're it's a violation of church and state because also the Bible has very strict like gender roles that people are yeah. supposed to fit into too. But that's the thing too, is a lot of it is the separation of church and state is so broken with the Republican Party. They're like, Oh, we need less government, we need less government, but they're the ones that in stricting like very specific rules against people because of religion. And they're always the ones saying, oh, we need to follow the Constitution. But breaking the fucking Constitution and the Bill of Rights... They're the people who don't know what that actually means. I know. I know. It's just frustrating, you know? Yeah, I know, I know. I know. And then, what's even more frustrating is the queer people that are supporting these assholes because they're trying to become accepting... By basically punching down and not realizing that they're digging their own hole as well. Oh, okay. Since we got time, um, can we talk about the whole fucking thing with J.K. Rowling's tweet today? Oh, sure. I don't fucking look at her anymore. Oh, this came up on our on on our uh, Twitter feed because of um, somebody else shared it. Um, so J.K. Rowling shared the infamous, um, shut the fuck up turf with the Zombieland, uh, idol, or Zombieland Saga, I think it's the name of the anime, um, character who is canonically trans in it, Mm -hmm. with the really cringe, like, shut the fuck up turf, like, holding the gun, 
Like that one that yeah. like someone brought into like a courtroom a couple years ago deciding that trans people are dangerous because they do this. Mm-hmm. Keep in mind, this is our cringe meme culture here. <coughs> and this is very of the time because like people were making memes about this too. Like, yeah. And not just in trans stuff either. It was like the cool and lame man busts through your door and you're like, has a gun and open. It's like, say, oh yeah. Or, you know, yeah. Or like, sing a song perfectly or get your knees capped or whatever but then there she's comparing it to the women's suffrage cartoons saying like um what i would do with suffragists and it's basically like a woman in a in a like medieval torture device what the fuck? and she's like same shit different century i'm like what <laughs> no it's not no it's not uh, so, yeah, between that and whole, like, the Twitter, um, there were a divide on Twitter, like, this one guy goes, was tweeting, is like, oh, you're transphobic and a little anti, uh, a bit of anti-Semitic if you're getting Hogwarts Legacy. Uh-huh. And, and the one person is like, how is that anti-Semitic? Like, if you identify as a goblin, that's your problem. And I'm like, it's not the fact that they identify as a goblin. It's not, they're saying that. It's the little cartoon caricature of goblins that have very large anti-semitic roots mm-hmm. that are so prevalent in western culture that we might even think about but the jewish community has been saying for a very long time hey these are fucking jewish anti-semitic stereotypes stop using them this way yeah that's why i like paizo's depiction of goblins better than uh wizards of the coast because instead of having like the the stereotypical like big nose that was so typical of like anti-Semitic cartoons. Uh, goblins have more kind of like a pug nose, hmm. like a snout almost. Uh, it's more of like very small, but kind of like slitted near the bottom. That's neat. Like it, basically, when it, you take Voldemort's nose mm-hmm. and give it an actual like cartilage. Yeah, <laughs> that's kind of what it looked like. Um, that's why I like I like Paizo a lot more sometimes. And for those of you who don't know who Paizo is, they make Pathfinder or Pathfinder Two E. Um, but like that's one way, and this was the weirdest fucking part too of this guy's argument. Um, uh, because the person said like I don't want to buy a game that's like promoting slavery, talking about whole like the slave thing with the elves. Mm-hmm. The guy who goes, this game was made in eighteen or set in eighteen ninety something. You know what was going on in the world then? Slavery. And I'm thinking in the back of my head. Dude, do you not realize that we abolished slavery by this point in our history? Yeah, there's still slavery and slave trade and human trafficking and shit going on in the world right now. That doesn't make it right. No. God, fucking no. So, So, if you are an ally to the transgender community, do not buy this money because J.K. Rowling will get royalties. The developers and everybody have been paid. The people making the profits off the sales numbers are the executives and the publishers, the executives, and J.K. Rowling getting her royalty fees. Do not buy this game. If you are interested in buying this game, either buy it used or illegally download it. Yeah. Steal it. Steal it. Hell, fucking five-finger discount. Yep. Now, that being said, can I talk about the fucking game a little bit from what I've heard? 
Sure. Because this this thing doesn't make sense. Everyone's hyped about this game, right? This game came out in 2023. While it is made by a smaller developing team, graphics and everything, the storyline and everything's very complex too. And there's so many branching like endings and everything. How is a game made in 2023 about being a magical caster that only has 26 spells in it? Yeah. When a game made in 2011 where one class, maybe two of the entire like eight classes you can play with use spells, and that has 70-something spells in the game. And to those of you who don't know what I'm referring to, I remember comparing 2011's Demon Souls, or was it Dark Souls 1? I can't remember. One of the two. It was either Demon Souls or Dark Souls. I want to say it's Demon Souls. Comparing that one to the Hogwarts Legacy game, how does Demon Souls have more magic casting ability? I don't get it. It's a cash grab, Raven, at this point. It honestly kind of is. And the, like the developers and the writers of the of the game said they don't aren't aligned with JK Rowling's views and you can make your character um any way look gender identity you want, kind of similar to like the whole cyberpunk slide. Mm-hmm. Apparently, that's fine. If you want to play the game, and you want to be an ally? Buy it, fucking use or steal it. That's all we're saying. Don't actually buy. Don't a give new her copy. your money. Do, do not, not give J.K. Rowling your money. Yeah, do not give her your money. It's it's fucking horrible. Which sucks too, because like, mom, before any of this transgender shit she started, really liked supporting Lumos because mm-hmm. Lumos did a lot of good work. But you can still do good work and be a shitty-ass person. And people are like, oh, well, it's just a bunch of people who are, like, mentally ill and all that. Then why are you making our lives more difficult? If you consider, which is not, but I'm going to use their logic against them. If you think people who are transgender are mentally ill, why are you belittling them? Mm-hmm. Because we're Christians, right? Aren't you supposed Christians to help? are supposed to be helping people and bettering the world and all this. Do you have anything you want to add? Okay. I'm sorry I went on a whole rant about no, J.K. Rowling. She is a fucking turf and she rot in a hole. My theory still stands. I believe that she's a trans man and she's just so in the closet and she's an egg and she needs to just fucking... The only people <coughs> who think about being trans this much are fucking trans. The only people who obsess about the, 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 the intricacies of being transgender are themselves... Oh, trans. I can't remember her name on TikTok. That brought up, that reminded me of a good point. Do you ever notice how all of the issues are around, focused on trans women? Yeah. And every time they bring up the argument, it's trans women, trans women, trans women, not trans men. Yeah. Because of the whole fucking patriarchal misogyny bullshit that this Western culture that we have that most society has uh, is focused on because if if a woman wants to be a man that's fine because you're gaining rights you're gaining power it's that whole weird bullshit right yeah but they can't wrap their head around 
that a person going from male to female I'm going to steal my friend's joke on this one. It's basically trading the rights for tits. Yeah. And I'm not saying that's always the case, but that's just like in the short version. It's basically they can't wrap their head around why that you don't want to be a man. Why do you not want to be a man? You have so you have so much great potential and everything. You have so much the ability to like have so much more. Now you're just basically putting yourself in this little like glass ceiling issue. I don't understand why anybody would want to be a man. Personally, I don't understand it. I still don't get it. I don't know. Understand but, why anybody would be a man. But like that—that's that, such how big the like how intrinsic the or intertwined the misogyny is in this country. Oh, absolutely, and it's fucking disgusting. Because why would you be a woman? What's great about being a woman? And it's just so many fucking issues, and I'm sad to say that I'm seeing a lot of parallels to 1920s and 1930s Germany right now. Because I brought up on a previous, when I was still doing all this day in history, I brought up the fact of the uh, sexual gender research, or the sexuality and uh, research center that got burnt down in 1930, 1929, 1931 range. It's kind of scary. But um, we're hitting that time. Is anything yeah. you want to say to our lovely listeners? I'm sorry I kind of just took over most of this episode. No, you're good. No, I'm Okay. Well, I don't have anything to add, really. Okay. I hope you, everybody enjoyed the episode. Again, I'm very sorry for kind of just being a word vomit today. I did omissions. I did not talk to anybody for a very long time. It's okay. <clears throat> well, once again, my name is Raven. I use she, her pronouns. I'm Alex. I use they, them pronouns. And we'll see you all in the next episode. Bye. Raven here. Um, I just wanted to make a little ad for our Patreon that we started. First and foremost, all the funds generated with this Patreon is going to go directly back into the podcast, whether that's better uh, equipment so we can make better sounding episodes, give you guys really cool stuff like stickers, pictures, little nice little trinkets from us, or be able to travel to places where there is legal weed or there's certain LGBT communities that we want to interact with and talk to and potentially have some really cool guests come on the show. Now, right now our Patreon is bare bones and I do apologize with that, but we hope to make it a little better as time goes on. Right now we have three tiers, flour, vape cartridges, and concentrates. Flour is $3 per month. Vapes is $6 per month, and Concentrates is $9 per month. With Flower, you get access to our Discord, the Skittle Zone, a private Discord that we have for you guys to kind of interact with each other and potentially interact with us. Um, we have things for like different aspects of the cannabis community and LGBT community where you guys can talk to and kind of just interact with each other and learn from each other well, and learn with us. Um, but you also get early access to these episodes. You get a day or two, basically immediately after I'm done uh, editing the episode, I am putting it on the Patreon so you guys can listen to it early. 
With Bape, you have everything from the flower, but you also have access to the private chat room and the server and the Discord server for one-on-one uh, -on -one discussions and questions for us. You'll have the ability to basically be, hey, I have a question about this certain thing, and we'll answer it at the end of every episode. Um, you know, we won't get to everyone all at the same time, obviously, but you know, we'll spread it out through the month and be able to get to as many questions as we can. And then with the concentrates, you get everything from flower and vape, but you also get behind the scenes looks at what we do here. I'll show like what I'm editing and like maybe little sound files or like little clips of what we're working on. Um, our show notes so you get to see that early potentially you know knowing what topics we're going to be talking about on this next episode uh, pictures of stuff in and outside of the recording stuff like things like cannabis festivals we'll take pictures and post some of them online but with the behind the scenes access you get to see all of that basically all the dumb faces we make at each other all the cool stuff that we see and all the cute things that we find um, it's my hope with this Patreon that we'll be able to go far and wide and hopefully be able to see some of you guys or have some live shows in the future where you guys can come and interact with us. And obviously no pressure, I just want to make sure that you guys are aware of this and first and foremost take care of you guys' selves. If you don't have money to support it or if you know something happens you have to stop, we totally understand. Thanks.